when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy those? We're back. Back to even. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking out the podcast. It is January 1st, 2024, which is an absolutely wild thing to say, fam. Thank you for starting out your year listening to this podcast, obviously, first of the year for us, but also our one-year anniversary of this little endeavor we are on, which is super exciting. We got a great show in store for you tonight. Going to do a little recap of 2023. reviewing some of the things we liked, most exciting stuff we saw, sporting events, so on and so forth, and looking back at some of those amazing predictions we made on our very first episode of Back to Even. And, of course, pick some more outlandish things for 2024 that we think might come to fruition. So without further ado, let's get this show on the road. You know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined by none other than the man himself. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Happy anniversary, Benito. What's happening, brother? Happy anniversary, Jeffrey. I sent you a gift. And somebody's an asshole, and it's you. Did you open them? You're like a little fucking elf on the shelf. Yeah. Look at that. Bringing presents. Yeah. To Papa Heinrich. That's right. <laughs> I respect the hell out of that. Um, thank you well, so much. It. Yeah, no. Uh, thanks for a year, dude. Um, Likewise. It's been fun. It's been, a, it's been a blast. We've made a lot of adjustments. This show has aired on almost every day of the fucking week. It's been recorded <laughs> on every day of the week. Um, Morning, night, listening. afternoon. Day we've had a morning episode. We drank some coffee together once. That was insane. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, so you you put in a lot of work on this thing to get us going, and now I can do that. So now we can kind of split time if need be. But uh, just thought it was only fitting to send you a few of my favorite sippers. And well, I appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna christen this. It's TX because I've heard you and Ty talk about that so much. So we're going to give that a whirl tonight on the on the podcast. Um, and for reference, your gift is in route ish. It's being made, wow. so I can't wait wow. to see when you get it. But yeah, is that, I think I think I don't know if you're familiar, but um, I think we should start the rule now for every year we do B2E. Um, so Tom Segura and what's the other guy? Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer. Have you seen their birthday gifts to each other? I think I've seen one episode where uh, like Kreischer got Segura like the coffee mug that Hitler used to drink out of or something. <laughs> yeah. So every year, essentially, they just have to beat last year's. So whatever we get each other from here on out, and then hopefully someday we're doing so good on podcasting that they can be as outlandish as possible. Right. Um, that's where I think we should take this. So I got you a couple couple bottles of whiskey. My gift is en route, and so we'll see. And then I think every year we do hit a year anniversary of B2E, we just send each other some stuff. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm going to give this this fucker a taste here. All right. Here we go. Here we go. 
do you have a backstory for TX whiskey? Um, so, uh, COVID the January of 22, I suppose, uh, I came down and visited Ty, uh, December of 22, whatever that was. And, uh, he's like, you, you drink any whiskeys? And I was like, yeah, sometimes like, I'll just get a bottle of crown and polish that off, you know? And I was pretty new to the game. I tried some stuff, but then, uh, his cousin Mike had hooked him on that and we went and picked up that bottle. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. Um, and there's sweet bottles. Um, there's a bourbon too, but I just got you the whiskey. I like the whiskey, the, the whiskey actually better than the bourbon, mm-hmm. but yeah, the yeah, bottle's dude. dope, dude. I like the little knit sweater up at the top. Well, le- the, the leather is always different too. Is on it? The, uh, yep. So I've gotten some turquoise ones. So it's all, I mean, they're cool little toppers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Tastes good. For- it, it, it's, it's almost got like a peanut buttery hint to it. Yeah. There's a little flavor that calms it down. That doesn't make it so, so fierce that you just burn yourself to death. I like it though. Nice. nice. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Shout Real out nice. Jet. Um, she was very reluctant. No, she was like, you don't have to do that. I was like, well, I know I don't have to, but. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, We're not like married. <laughs> we get it. We yeah. don't have to do yeah. nice things. It's fun to yeah. do that, though. Correct. So, yeah, I hope you like. I'm sure you've had the Four Roses before. Uh, big Four Roses guy. That's okay. always, like, those small batches are, are always super fun. Um, yeah. Just because they have such a nice varietal to them. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I've had one that I haven't liked. Correct. Uh, they're just, it's a solid bourbon. Yeah. All the way around, right? Are there better? For sure. Um, yes. There's definitely a hell of a lot fucking worse, right? Like, it's it's good. I've never been disappointed. I always have a glass whenever I have one. And I'm just like, yeah, that shit fucks, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you're also, if you're ever in a place and they have a, um, uh, like their own barrel, try that of anything for sure. We, uh, we I, lo- I had a, a really good Woodford Reserve. Um, there's a place called Federal Reserve right next to us, and they have their own barrel of Woodford. Mm-hmm. That was the time I was like, Yeah, can I get a two ounce pour? And they poured me like, I don't know, seven ounces, and the yeah. glass came. And I was like, Yep, Ton, you're gonna have to drive home because that's. <laughs> It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot of booze, uh, but it's so good. So if you're not a whiskey drinker, also if you want to do it, just go to your local. As long as it's probably not the Fairmont liquor store. Sorry, uh, shout out. But if you have like a total wine or something sweet, ask people what they'd recommend for a first time whiskey drinker. And there's some really good stuff, and it'll it'll really up your game. It's a nice little sipper. So that's my favorite thing about like whiskey, bourbon, scotch. Right. 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 Like any of those. Uh, it's kind of, it's very similar to wine, dude. Like everybody's got their own palates. So like what I like. Yes. Won't necessarily, like if you start trying them, won't be what you like and vice versa. Right. right? And it, that's what makes it like super cool. And like you, you hear about like bourbon and whiskey clubs and people get together and they do that and like they, they score them or whatever. But everybody's got a different take on it because they just have a different palate. Right. Like if right. you smoke, it's going to taste different. If you, right. 
you know, chew gum all the time. Shit's going to taste different. You just, you like what you like, and there's so many different flavors and, yep, uh, or notes to them. Super nerd yeah. alert. Uh, there's so many notes to them, and these barrels give off their own unique signature that, oh. Yeah, shit just like oak so or whatever the wood is. Yeah. It's white oak. It's wine, wine barrel, that thing that people do. Yeah. Uh, oh, we'll say the fun thing. Um, there's a lot of discussion on what's the difference between whiskey and bourbon. Mm-hmm. Certainly not. Not that people think that it's like where it's made. Like uh, if it's in Tennessee, it's got to be a whiskey or or a bourbon. That's all BS. Uh, bourbon just has to be more than fifty percent corn mash. So that's it. And they whiskeys Whiskey. uh, can be any grain. Correct. Um, and bourbons uh, are always. Aged in new barrels, correct? Yeah, they and never, out of there, but there, I think the the biggest thing because there's Bourbon County, Kentucky, correct? And so people, that's obviously where it originated. Where it originated, yep. Yeah, so people think like, oh, it's from Kentucky. You can get a bourbon from anywhere, correct? So yeah, hundred yep. uh, percent. Fun fact: Bourbon County, Kentucky, is a dry county. That's what I thought. There's a lot of them. It's still dry, correct? Yes, like there are. I I believe four or five wet counties in the state of Kentucky. How many counties in Kentucky? Do you know? Say like 150. Okay. Cause like Minnesota, I think has 187 counties and then I moved to Arizona and there's 15. <laughs> there's a, there are, there are a lot in Kentucky. Um, it, Kentucky's a lot like Minnesota, right? It's just a bunch yeah. of lines all over when you look at the fucking map. Whereas like, yeah, Arizona, it's like, a line through the middle and then a bunch of straight up and downs. hundred <laughs> percent. Dude, they made it. So this is the last incorporated everything. Um, it's, they made it everything so easy here. The way Phoenix is set up, the way the counties are set up, Jeff is hundred percent right. They literally got out a ruler on a map <laughs> and we're like, all right, how many, how do we want to do this? How many square miles each county? Boom, boom, boom. And that's it. Dude. It's that's so have you ever seen the comedian bit where they're like, all right, guys, let's come up with like abbreviations for state names. Right. Uh, and they, st- they start alphabetically and they're, they're like going through them and it starts to get like really out of control. Right. Cause like, uh, I think it's, it's Alabama is yeah. first. So they're like AL. Yeah. All right. What's next? Alaska. And they're like, Oh shit. Uh, eh, AK, right, and then they and they, they keep running into like situations like that. So I guarantee you, it's the same thing like in Phoenix. They got to the end, or in Arizona, they got to the end, and they're like, "We're so tired of these stupid fucking county maps." Some guy was like, "Give me a sheet of paper. I'll solve this problem for you in three seconds." Yeah. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Yeah, like, we're done, hilarious. folks. Let's go home. <laughs> it's so funny to see all those things here, just visiting. I didn't know until I moved, dude, that it was 1912. I mean, everything is state 48. It's literally Arizona, then Alaska, and Hawaii. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Crazy. Uh, how was your 2023, Bennett? You had a lot of big things happen, brother. Yeah. Uh, it was good, dude. I was going to say pretty good, but it was good. Um, it's a big year. Lots of good. Big year. We started this pod. That was the first thing. Then we rolled into, I uh, got a coaching job, mm-hmm. and then, you know, that was exciting. Then essentially capped off the year by getting engaged. So 
Um, yeah, pretty big life events, man. It's been good. I don't have a lot to complain about. Um, a lot of, you know, just taking risks and taking chances and hoping that it works out and they usually do. And I just keep doing shit and keeps working out. So that's 2023 in a nutshell for me. I mean, I know that there's a lot and we can talk about a lot, but it's just, yeah, man, it's been a good year. I have nothing to complain about. We've had, it's just been good. It's been real good. How about for you, Jeff Ray? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, 2023 is a great year. Um, uh, still alive, still kicking. Yeah. Kids got yeah. a little older. Uh, Praise God. You know, like got to spend a lot of, took some cool trips with the fam. Can't argue. Yep. Can't complain about that. We started this podcast, which was super fucking fun and exciting. Um, and honestly, like the thing I probably look, I like, I enjoy my other one, but I look forward to this one a lot because even though we do a lot of work on it, uh, it's the thing I have to think the least about. 10,000%. You know what I mean? Like, just because oh, yeah. we have our set times and dates that we're doing it, I'm not trying to, like, wrangle guests. I'm not trying to right. figure out how I want to take a conversation with somebody about a kind of topic you don't talk about a lot. You know, I don't have to right. think about it. It's just you and I sit down. We have some drinks, some cocktails. We make some really outlandish bets. We talk shit to each other, and it's just it it fits the name for me to achieve like just gets me back to even man and like helps me like keep my head on straight and like gives me something to look forward to because when you're in the grind of life uh and you've experienced you experienced it this year like just how crazy football was and how you know life kind of like starts to take over and it's like man sometimes it's like hard to find like a time to like just go hang with the boys right um this is like one of those things we get to do twice a week you know, for, for two, sure, two and a half hours and checks a lot of boxes for the Amen. old mentality, you know. Um, Couldn't agree more. Work Couldn't was, agree more on that. Work was dumb. I still have to work for a living. I'm still trying to no. figure out how the fuck to get out of that, you know, one of these days. Just Always. one of these days it'll happen. Right. No, yeah, I, uh, I know people I work with listen to this pod, and I appreciate you all, and I do enjoy what we do. But I would enjoy never working again too, and I think everybody would understand that. Oh God, anybody who's like, oh my God, that's like an affront to uh, no, no one wants to work for a living. I'm sorry, yeah. like uh, anybody ever, and if you love to work, you know you're you're a liar. You're a liar, and that's fine. Right. I don't care who's telling it; it just wants to be told. But you're a liar. Right. Right. Keep keep feeding yourself that lie. You go work at uh, Home Depot after you've won five hundred million dollars, and tell me how much effort you're going to fucking put into that. <laughs> Can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine winning the Powerball, pissing it all away, and having to get a job at Home Depot because you have nothing on your resume for twenty years of spending money? Yeah. No. Woof. Yeah, big woof. woof. Big um, woof. But no, I do thought mocked by anybody in twenty twenty three. Do you think anybody? I mean, nobody, let's see. I had one hater once on a podcast uh, reach out. Remember, I think I sent to you on Instagram. Yeah. And he was like, you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, okay, just some random dude. And he was like, uh, nobody cares about your stupid ass podcast. I was like, well, you're. thanks for watching the reels, man. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the engagement. Um, do you think anybody listened to us once and was like, all right, never again? Maybe. 
I don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't. Either. I just, I wonder. I just wonder sometimes, like what that take will be, or is for people to shut it off. Because I think we both not worry about what we say because we don't say anything. But I think we've we've had times where we've worried about how people are going to perceive the things we've said. Sure, right. Yeah. And I, I think early on. We gave old Greta Thunberg a lot of heat. I feel like that was early in our year of 2023. <laughs> I wonder how many Greta lovers were like, these guys are terrible. They're shitting on Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah, and my response would be like, lighten up. Yeah. Like, she, I, yeah. I, I don't begrudge anybody who's trying to save the planet. Like, that's a noble cause. Good for you. Right? But, but, but everybody is fair game to be made fun of. Yes, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that that does not mean, like, your cause is shitty, right? Like, presidents of universities, like, they're idiots, and we're going to make fun of them for not saying, like, anti-Semitism and the Holocaust was a bad thing. doesn't mean yeah. they're bad people, right? Like, so, you know, like, fuck off, Right, yeah, like 100%. if you can't take a joke, like this ain't the podcast to listen. To. And there's a lot of them out there that are that feel the same way. And I, I that's one of like the big things at 23 that I was, um, it's not on like the shit we're going to talk about that I I thought like had a little bit of a resurgence of people being like, yeah, we're just fucking tired of it. It doesn't yeah. mean be mean. It doesn't mean be spiteful or anything like that. But like we're we're gonna have fun and we're gonna laugh at shit that is funny. Uh, 100%. I could, you, know, you said that's so good, dude. I think that there's a huge, what, what did I say a lot at the beginning of your bring back bullying, right? I think I've kind of been always on that cause. Yeah. But just for the several, there's several different ways to look at that, right? Yes. Uh, bullying made me, I was bullied and I was like, I don't fucking like this no more. And then I started hitting people and then it was like, Hey, guess what? You know, now I'm the guy, right? Like uh, I'm sociable, whatever. Uh, but I sent you uh, Instagram reel last night or the night before of all the fat podcasters <laughs> that died. You did. And I know we're going to get to our picks of 2024, but maybe that's something we can leave in the past it is the no body shaming thing. I think we got to bring that back for people's health. Sure. Sure. Like, was that not video? Was that video not hilarious, Jeff? I laughed a lot. <laughs> it was. So, if you haven't seen the video, I don't know who the girl and what her podcast was, but she literally was playing clips of it was four different very obese people. Like those people make me look small. Yeah, like they morbidly were, obese. Yeah, they wish they had my body. They were that kind of fat, right? Um, and. Yeah, they she would like play a part a snippet of their podcast or their vlog and they'd be like, Oh, you know, eating twenty seven thousand calories today and then she'd be like, and they died. Then then they're like one of the ladies is like, Welcome to the first body positive podcast and she's like, and last because she died. And I was like, Damn, that was Yeah. That was wild. But I do I it just felt like that incorporated well with what you're saying. I think people are over all that bullshit then. Right. Right. Correct. It's again, don't you, you know, I, I'm not advocating like be mean, be an asshole. Uh, don't do that, but it's okay to make jokes and it's okay to laugh at right. things that you find funny. You don't have to be so uptight. 
uh, about things. You can make fun of people for stupid things yeah. they do. Because right. if you can't laugh at like bullshit like that, whoo, whoo, hundred percent. I think it all just comes back into an early twenty twenty three, mid twenty twenty three uh, segment we had lived and died. We should bring it back. White people are the worst. Mm-hmm. I you know I don't know if it died. It, we it just it it's not as uh, prominent uh, on the pod anymore. Right. We need we, to be back. Yeah. Well, while well, we gotta, yeah, we gotta be scouring and on the lookout. And I, I'll, I'll say I have one right now. Okay. You. Okay. White people are the worst. First, white people are the worst of 2024. And I didn't say, I haven't sent this to you. I don't know if you've seen it, but you saw the GTA 6 trailer, right? Oh, yeah. I know exactly what you're going to tell and me. And the Florida man who is yeah. all tatted up. Right, like, like so people understand. Yeah, face. All up. Yeah, like very distinguishable. Well, that is like ripped from reality, and a lot of things in GTA Six and that trailer were ripped from reality. Um, and this this dumbass is trying to sue GTA, like Grand Theft Auto Six, uh, the game that is coming out because they used essentially like his likeness. And it's like, dude. Good luck. That is yeah. a $50 billion franchise. You yeah. think your little fucking bullshit lawyers are going to be able to take them down? You ain't that guy. All right? No. You you didn't do that to yourself uh, not looking for attention. Correct. So enjoy and, this while it lasts. Uh, it, it's not like a carbon copy of him. It's clearly like it doesn't take a brain surgeon to look at both pictures and be like, oh yeah, that's definitely where they got the inspo, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody dreamed that up. Like the mug shot that they use on the game for and this guy's mug shot, 100% yeah. the same thing. But I did see a video of him today. Um, he went to Miami and met with his lawyer and then he his Jewish His lawyer, Jewish lawyers. Yeah, and then he flew to LA to meet with his other Jewish lawyer, mm-hmm. which good taste in lawyers, I will say that those are always the best ones. They're generally uh, they're pretty good. good. Yep, they're very good in their practices. Um, but he was at three million dollars the first time he saw the trailer, and now he's up to needing five million. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to get a fucking Mick value meal out of <laughs> Rockstar. No. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> so they might give him a code. Cool. Here's a downloadable code for GTA 6. Yeah, hey, you get to be you in the game. We're actually going to make you a playable character. They probably will, actually, in the most F-you thing of all time, you can play as that guy. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. What a- Shout out, Whites. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Uh, but no, we thought it'd be fun uh, to kind of recap not not only like us like chatting about the pod and whatnot, but like go through some of the things of the past year that we were that we liked a lot that we were excited about uh, sporting events. Go over our predictions. So, what do you want to start with? Well, you said shows and movies, so I'll give you the floor because I am not a show or movie really guy. Like there is like documentaries we watch. I still haven't watched like the untold yet. I haven't watched the Florida mm-hmm. Gator or the Johnny Manziel one. So I know those will be up there for people, but 
outside of documentaries and sports, I don't really watch anything. Okay. Uh, like there's not like hard knocks. We watch that. Yeah. Um, probably like probably watch the, the coach prime thing on Amazon here soon. But yeah, I just don't watch a lot of that stuff in general. Anything, um, yeah, so you can throw whatever you want in that category. It could be a funny reel for yourself, or uh, oh boy, Jeff. I mean, if we were doing the, I should have. We might have to compile a list. I think the better list would be the list of TikToks I've sent that Dalton McQueen won't open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're fucking up his feed, man. <laughs> and I just love, I love, I love, I love when I send something to the group chat and Dalton says, nope, yeah. or I'm scared or something along those lines. Like, I'm not going to do that. Uh, so I only have TikTok on my iPad. So I don't watch a ton, but when I do, I find some heaters. And I think of the year, my number one is going to probably fits the category this very large obese guy making his own rain scene in the shower singing, try that in a small town. <laughs> oh my God. That was so good. So um, good. It's all, all everything that comes into my brain now involves some kind of rednecks and showers. There's a guy <laughs> who I've sent a couple times who is a huge chase Elliott NASCAR fan. Mm-hmm. And he has, negative teeth and every time Chase Elliott wins he stands in the shower and pours a can of Coca-Cola on him and he just goes woo 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 <laughs> fucking live for it dude I I cheer for Chase Elliott just so I can see homeboy do that like those are those are definitely the top two but the guy singing try that in a small town um Obviously, that girl walking. Uh, I mean, like, try that in a boy. small town had a year. It had a year. It produced some great videos. A new way of walking just dropped. Like that was <laughs> that was up there for sure. Um, just so many, dude. I'm just so thankful for the internet and people. Things that people post. Yeah. Um, I think I've really loved, and I've sent them to just you, probably. But the guys that dress up in full gear to watch their favorite mm-hmm. football team. There's a Niners fan and a Cowboys fan. And I when I say full gear, I mean full gear. They hold the helmet. The Niners guy has the helmet on. The Cowboys fan just holds it in his arm like he's ready for the anthem to start at any time. Um, but they have pants on. Yeah. And the cowboy guy actually had fucking pleats on pleats. in his house. <laughs> Which has to be a safety concern. Like, cleats, if you're not on grass, is a tripping hazard. Yeah. Hardwood floors and cleats, concrete and cleats. I've seen people go down. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. I just, I'm just, I think, overall thankful. I hope that our government doesn't ever ban TikTok or something comes and takes something. It'll take its place. Yeah. But I just love the videos that people feel the need to post. God bless them. You know, yeah, literally, yeah. If it wasn't for them, we'd run out of content. I think, for sure, for sure, <laughs> there would be no Florida man. There would be no white people are the worst. It's just so good, dude. I, yeah. I have a million. I could just, I almost just want to get my iPad and just scroll the just one start, right now. Just start finding them. Hell yeah, hell yeah. What uh, was your favorite video of the year then? 
Oh, fuck. Favorite video of the year. I think it might be the A New Way of Walking just dropped. That's right? so like good. The, the, the caption. Like, That's hit, what angst is. I it mean, hit me so hard, right? Like, <laughs> it's one of those where you're like, God, there are some really funny motherfuckers out there. And yes. I wish there was a way to like elevate them and promote them more because that's that's just genius, genius. Um, yeah, we'll say the comments too. You remember the one <laughs> the guy cooked the brisket yes. and then I just sent you. Anyways, the most fucking the most well done. Like this thing was done, done. That brisket was good. Yeah. There was it reached temp twenty times over. But then I just sent screenshots of the comments, and I think my favorite one was, "That's not even, or that's not well done. That's congratulations." And I like, I think I'm pretty clever a lot of times, but that was so good, dude. Like, what's the purpose of cutting through a tire? Can anybody know? Or like, <laughs> right. what's the brand of that? Yeah. What's the brand of that knife? It's cutting through a work boot. Like, it's yeah. nothing. What are you gonna make with that leather? <laughs> yeah. Then there was like the bottle of A1 in the back, and it's like the sweat dripping off the A1 bottle getting ready to clock in for the worst shift of his life. <laughs> uh, so good. So good. So good. And I think all the just that, yeah, you're right. Like, here it is. It's just for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think one of my favorite things about them about those videos is how the sound is off from their oh, yeah. mouth moving. Yeah. It's I never mean, on. Like they, they never seem to know the words that they're supposed to be singing, but yet they're videoing themselves lip syncing a song and posting it on the internet for people to watch. Right. Like, is, right. is that intentional? No, I think it's because they use like fucking Motorola razors, dude. <laughs> These are not filmed on an iPhone. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm just telling you the video quality reminds me of taking videos on my on my Motorola Razor. Yes, yes, or my uh, Motorola slider. Any of those things with a camera that I had in the seventh or eighth grade, yeah. and then you would watch these videos back, and it's yeah. so pixelated, dude. It's so funny. Yeah, um, what'd you use to shoot that? A, a fucking potato. Yeah, <laughs> they're so bad. They're so bad. It's, it's so funny to me. Um, I will say, try that in a small town. Got a real bad rap on this. Yeah, on this podcast for sure. Because at first we were like, "Hey," because um, it was blowing up for all the wrong reasons, right? Correct. Like everybody, like, this song's racist, and we're like, "Well, not really." But then Ben and Jeff like listened to the song, and we're like, "It's just not good." Correct. Like we don't think it got negative pub and it shouldn't have, right? I don't I think we both were like, This is stupid that this is happening to this song. But then we listened to the song and it's like, this song fucking sucks. It's a terrible song. And it was it was oh, liked by one side for all the wrong reasons because you guys ain't that guy. Right? <laughs> and it was hated yeah. by the other side because they thought it was something it wasn't. Correct. Uh, yeah. And then at the end of the day, it's just an awful so song. Bad. 
It's so it's bad. Not trying, you're gonna hear. We're gonna get to a top ten. Like the, I love country music. I do. And we both do. And folk music too, especially like I love that shit. And I mean, and I like a lot of Jason Aldean songs from from days gone by. Yeah. But try that in a small town. That ain't making it. That ain't no. that ain't newsflash. That's not in my top ten songs of the year. Correct. Mine either. Mine either. All right, I did. I did have some things that I watched that were a bit more, uh, not necessarily hilarious. That uh, I guess I would call. I would call them like my recommendations, okay, or top ten or three, because I only put three yeah. on here. Uh, the first would be the show The Bear. Okay. Uh, it's on Hulu. Okay. I think it originally aired FX. It's about like a a brother who comes back to take over his dead brother's restaurant, and. That show is filled with so much anxiety. Really? Like, it just puts me on edge the entire time I watch it because it's just, it's just at a pace that you're not used to, a fucking kitchen, you right. know? Like, he's a chef, and he's like a this this award-winning chef, and it's just, it's it's really, really, really well done. And there was an episode on the season that came out this year. It's like their Christmas episode, which... I would challenge you to watch that. It should okay. be required viewing for Christmas, I think. Okay. That you, that you watch the episode. If, like, you ever struggle, like, oh, man, my it sucks going to my family's house. Like, watch that episode. It is, like, my wife and I watched it, and we were uncomfortable the entire time. And when it was over, I was like, I am so glad that episode is over. Like, I was just, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I want to scream watching this 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 episode and like you'll you'll appreciate your family a thousand times more after watching it so right. i'll do it because of that but you were describing how you felt i was i was out <laughs> legit though watch it like and you can literally just watch that episode i think it's like episode seven uh, in season one two okay it's their christmas episode and man Oh, just anxiety. Just huh? Anxiety, man. Anxiety. Because uh, families are uncomfortable, and it's an it's an entire hour of just uncomfortableness. You never, uh, it, yeah. Ugh. It's on Hulu? Yeah. Okay, so now, now you have me thinking, because now I know that we watched more shows than we did, um, than I said we did. Anyways, uh, so one that we watched this year, uh, The Righteous Gemstones. Ooh. Have you seen it? Danny McBride and yeah. uh, John Goodman. And yes. Who's that kid? Uh, I, I don't know his name, but it's so good. It was so good. It's hilarious. It makes fun of megachurch, essentially. Mm -hmm. Uh it's just funny. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great show. And then the other one that just popped into my brain and I wish there was a second season, but there's clearly not going to be, I think it's just a one, one thing deal. It's called, uh, the patient hmm. Steve Carell. Okay. He plays a, like a psychiatrist, yeah. like a shrink. 
this one season. I'm not, I'm looking it up to see. It is also on Hulu. It was just, I think, FX too. It would air on FX and we'd watch it the next night. That was so good. And that was like Steve Carell, like you've never seen him. Right. But that was really good. That was the only show this year that we definitely waited weekly for. I heard good things about that. The wife and I will definitely have to check that out. That was good. That Um, was good. My other, uh, another thing that I would recommend is uh, Shane Gillis's comedy special on Netflix. Haven't watched it yet. Oh, man. You will, you will die laughing the entire time. That is the funniest hour of standup I've seen in a probably five years. I love Shane Gillis. It's, it's peak, peak Shane Gillis. Have you, uh, did you watch any of the sketch, uh, Gilly and keys or whatever? Uh, I've seen like clips on like a, t- on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. I've tried to watch them. Don, she's really not into it. She's like, I don't think this is funny, but, um, those are good. And then just like any Shane Gillis, like when he's on podcasts and stuff, so good. Um, he's who most people want to be. I think I relate a lot because that's how I act around you guys. When people aren't on, when it's not recording and mm-hmm. I say stupid shit, 24 7, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out the never to be released back to even pod. Um, <laughs> that's that. Uh, but there's a clip of him. Uh, I think it was on Bustin' with the Boys. They went to the Ohio State Notre Dame game and then they drove back to Nashville. And Caleb Presley took a shotgun from him. And it is the most hilarious, like. Every guy with a group of friends has had that moment. They're in a Taco Bell drive-thru, and Shane Gillis is looking at Caleb Presley. He's like, do you really want to die in a Taco Bell (laughs) drive-thru with a PT Cruiser family behind us? And it's just, it's so good. He's like, I'll die here. I'm not scared to die here. And it's, he's hilarious, dude. It's so he he presses all the buttons. He crosses all the lines. I love I love those comedians, and he is he's just good. He's the yeah. best. Him and Andrew Schultz, man, my two favorites right now. Yeah, you you would you would love 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 that special. I can't, can't recommend wait. it enough. Um, can't. Yeah, and then my my last thing it's it's a it's a movie. Uh, it's not Barbie. It's not Oppenheimer or any of the other th- shit that everybody else is uh, going to throw out on their list. It's uh, it's like a documentary on Netflix called The Saint of Second Chances. It's about mm. Mike Beck. He's the guy who he owned the St. Saint Paul Saints for a while, like when they started. Con oh, watched this. I caught like the the second half of it. And so good. yeah, and. Like, he's the son of Bill Beck, who owned, like, the A's and the White Sox and the infamous Disco Night, and he's, like, the inventor of, like, ballpark shtick and, like, promotions and all of this stuff, and it's literally, like, he's that guy. Um, and it, it started out as just, like, this story of, like, a son trying to, like, win the approval of his dad, and then at the end, man, it just it flips and so he has two kids and like it's about his daughter and how like he's trying to be a good dad for her and she ends up passing away like super and like dude i was watching i was a fucking bawling baby fucking mess like when he's talking about like how a daughter like 
just reaches into your chest, takes your heart out, shows it to you and says, this is mine. You know, and he's, he's just absolutely right. Like I can't recommend it enough. It was so good. Um, and you know, the guy went from being this piece of shit, like human, right? Like just a drunk and like giving up on life to like finding his second chance in life through his daughter who, you know, has, you know, an unfortunate and tragic, um, end and way too short of a life. And just, a, it's just, it's a, it was, a, it was really well done. It was beautiful, especially if you're a dad, uh, or as a son, you can relate to it or, or as a daughter, you relate to it. And oh man, it hit me in all the right spots. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't recommend it enough. And if you're, if you're in Minnesota, there's a little connection there. So, right. Yeah. 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 That was good. I saw the second half. I need to watch it over, but that was good. So good. I agree. So good. Uh, do we, do we want to do music next? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'll let, and do you have 10 songs? I do. All right. I just kind of went with like three things, but I, I have plenty of things I can throw out there. So fire, you fire uh, away. So I just kind of went like, I know, like some of these songs definitely came out this year mm-hmm. and I'll those but then some of them were like songs I had never heard before. <laughs> and then just like really connected with and loved. Um, so in April, we went and saw Tyler Childers and a mm. uh, big fan of his and uh, Charlie Crockett opened for him. And I knew one Charlie Crockett song before that day. It was called Jamestown Ferry. And I saw him live and just like Childers, it's so good. Like their recorded shit sounds just like their live shit. And it's just incredible. But he sang a song that day and now he has an album out. It just came out probably a month or two ago. Uh, he was at the Ryman, and it's the whole recorded thing, which happened to be his same hour-long set that he played before Childers. And the song is called The Valley, um, and it just talks about him moving as a kid. But what he says before the song, he said it at the concert, and it just kind of stuck with me through the year. Um, so he starts the song by saying he's uh, he was born way down in the San Bernito Valley, and he says, same town as Freddie Fender. And he's proud of that. Each and every day he walks God's green earth. But he said, sometimes to make something of yourself, you got to move a whole long ways away from home. And then the song just goes on. And he, basically in the song, he says, um, if you ask me where I'm going, I can't tell you because I don't know. And it's just, it, it was just a song that just kind of hit me. And I played it a lot during football this year. And then the live version came out. So I got to hear that again. And, just a solid tune. And if you don't listen to that music, I would suggest Charlie Crockett. Uh, he's got another song called the man from Waco, which is so good. Um, yeah, just give it a listen, man. It's so good. That's definitely, that's probably my number one of the year. Love that. Love that dude. Love that. Um, I, and I'm sure there's probably songs or things of this guy on your list, but like, come like learning about and like discovering Zach Bryan this year. Yeah. Was really awesome. Right. Like yeah. that's one of my favorite things like about music is when you get turned on to someone that's got like a catalog of sorts and just this, this whole thing that you can go through. And I know he doesn't have like a super deep catalog, but just like, and, and I know he's had an absolute meteoric 
rocket Crazy. rise right to fame man like his shit's just it's good man like i i love almost every song that i've heard of his yeah. uh it's tough to it's tough to pick one for me so i just kind of like threw him on the list because he was he he came out and i i heard that for the first heard that shit you know something in the orange and then started like diving into the rest of it and it was just like god stuff's great man it's great yeah. it's great you start at the beginning if you're not into Zach Bryan, but you're like, all right, I'll give him a listen. Start in his EPs from like 2018, 17, and then just like grow with him. Because the music doesn't really change. And that's what's cool is because like he's just blown up so big and it's still really like the same shit. I think like I just kind of tend to lose touch a lot of times, like when people blow up like that. Like mm-hmm. it's like oh, everybody knows it now, you know? I don't know. I'm kind sure. of a music snob like that. Yeah. But that uh, for sure, uh, Overtime was my number 10. Zach Bryan, that's the first song on his new one. The, but I just love at the beginning, it's a riff of the national anthem. And then it's the guy from Talladega screaming, they're going fast and left. And the song has nothing to do with that at all. And it's just a solid, but uh revival. I know that got a lot mm. of traction this year. Any t- like the third of July this year, I played that, but like anytime like people are coming, I play that, like that song to me is just like being together with the boys. And that song just juices me up like crazy. And it's like, yeah, I'm sometimes on Friday nights when I've had a shitty week before we hop, I play that song. I'm like, I'm having an all night revival. And I just fucking, I love that shit. So I'm, I'm glad that you threw him on that list. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's good. Um, yeah, these are all songs. Um, this one is actually the title of the album. The second song, um, so Mockingbird and the Crow by Hardy. I know a lot of people mm. like Hardy. The album's pretty solid. You know, first half of the album's kind of like country, and then the second half is all rock. Mm-hmm. And this is the middle song. But I just love, I just love Hardy. I have for a long time. I've always connected with his shit. Um, I, it, this song, it just stuck out to me. Like, you know, the first half of the song is like everybody telling you what to do and how to live your life. And then the second half of the song is like telling everybody to go fuck off and do it your way. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. It, it came out early this year and it just kind of stuck through and I've loved it ever since. So that's a big one. That whole album's good, but that one's, that one's up there for me. Yeah, I had a I had a Hardy song on the list um, from that album, like, and like again, like just discovering artists mm-hmm. is one of my favorite things about music, right? And so I'd seen some shit of hit like of of him, and but but then when he dropped this album, like there, you just you get to learn a little bit more about him, and you know, learn that he's this incredible writer, and like came up with. You know Morgan Wallen. I think there was another guy he came up with, and like he, Ernest. yeah, and he wrote a lot of you know Morgan Wallen songs, and like he finally took a chance on himself, and like came out with this album on his own, and like that's super cool, and like it helps you connect with with them and everything, and then like obviously like I grew up, I grew up on hardcore rap and you know rock music, right, and yeah. so like having like that connection to rock music was like super exciting and like being able to listen to that, but man, that song wait in the truck. Yeah. Badass fucking hits so hard. And you're just like, Oh God damn it. We need more men. And I know that that, well, at least I shouldn't say I know, 
I assume that that's not a true story, but if it was, fuck, you just need more men like that in there in the world, right? Yeah. That like protect the weak and you know, protect the innocent, um, and and fight fights for people who can't, right? And right. God, that song just hits me so hard. It's like God, fuck yeah, dude, absolutely right. You know, <laughs> I'll have to send you a bunch of stuff because I'm a hardy nerd. Uh, I've liked him for a long, like long time. Um, and like a lot of the songs that he writes is so like people like then you hear the song and you're like, Oh yeah, I can tell it's a hardy song, but he's such like, he doesn't have to perform. Cause literally almost like nowadays, like all the hit songs you hear on country radio, like Michael Hardy has his hand on somehow, some way, like he's such a good songwriter. And then that song, um, that's him and Lainey Wilson. And we saw them on tour together here uh, a couple years ago. And that's when they wrote the song. And that was, that was a cool story. But I enjoy like real good songwriting like that, where she says in the song, uh, didn't know my, uh, the judge would be a judge under the seat. Right. And like a lot of people don't know, like that's mm-hmm. a gun, like just like, so like, Oh, that, that song, you're hundred percent right. Jeff. Like that was it's a it's a great story song, and then just mm-hmm. like the flow of the songwriting is so good, dude. That is, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a banger. That's a banger yeah. for sure. Hundred um, percent. My next one, it's a huge song. I know a lot of people love it, but "Rich Men North of Richmond" by Oliver Anthony. I love that song because that was a guy who wasn't big, and he just had like ten people listening to his shit on Spotify, and he wrote that song. And he lives in a fucking camper in the hills of West Virginia. And it's just how he felt about the world. And I think it's how a lot of people felt. And I think that's why it popped off. Um, But it just, it's so, and I know like he passed out, you know, he didn't want the record deal and all this shit. And he's true to himself and whatever. Uh, A lot of people aren't these days, but I think like that song, you said it at the beginning, like, you can kind of feel some of the tides changing in the world. And I think like that song is like the epitome of everybody being fed up with bullshit, man. And, um, it's just so good. And I, I think, like I said, I just appreciate it so much more because it's not some big time artist who wrote that song. It was a guy who recorded it on his fucking computer and put it on Spotify and it blew up. And just a fucking whale of a voice, dude. Oh, it's so, he's unreal. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. only that it's a good song and there's a powerful message, but holy shit, that dude can sing. Yeah. Like, woof. Like, I, you know, back when I was in my rock days, right, it was, and I still love rock music, and there's uh, a band on there that I'll get to. Um, I always just say, dude, that dude could peel paint off walls. Yeah. Right, like, if he, and th- like that, that's the shit that like makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. It's just like, it, it grabs your attention and he does it right away. And yeah. he struck a chord <clears throat> and, you know, record labels and all that bullshit be damned. Like it was just, it was perfect, man. Like it was, it was the right time and he hit all the right notes and he, you know, he was taking down people that everybody was like, all right, you know, and like some of my favorite stuff of it was like, um, like seeing people who you know don't give a shit about like country music or whatever, right? And you know, they're into rap music or whatever, and like they'll listen to that and they're just like, fuck, you know, like 
dude's like yeah all reactions on youtube yeah like dude is spitting yeah. bars you know and like going hard at people you know and it's like yeah fuck yeah dude like that's what it should be like that's what music uh and that's like one of the coolest things i think about like the current shit that you're seeing out is like there's so much of it that is like uh challenging right if you dig deep enough like that's challenging to authority uh and it's a little bit of a throwback to to the 70s right like when we came out of the disco area era and it was you know uh i know it was like the hippy dippy woodstock you know shit but all that music was about like fuck the man you know and fuck fuck this like we're tired of this bullshit and i know times were way different back then than they are now but like that's what so many of those songs that everybody considered like so great uh is because it was it spoke to people like at their core about like where they're at and where they're where they're trying to get and the shit that's keeping them down and fuck this war and fuck that you know and fuck the you know whatever right like i, I love music like that that's a, that has a some profoundness and some meaning to it beyond just slapping some chords together and 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 pumping out some pop music and trying to just make a catchy tune right you know yeah for sure yeah that was that definitely was going to be one that was on my list um i also this year discovered tyler childers hell yeah welcome right um and he's got a song called nose on the grindstone yeah which woof dude woof that that thing when I first heard that I was I, I texted my buddy uh, Chuck because he yeah he's he's one of my best friends from high school and we grew up listening to the same shit and man I I don't know I don't know what else to say other than like hit me right between the eyes of just like the grind and the struggle that like you go through every day and just how hard life is and just like a message from your dad. It was just, it was so good. It was so good. I, t- I was like, dude, listen to this immediately. Call me when you're done. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's not often I hear a song like that and do that to anybody, let alone a guy that I know is like super into music. Like I am. And man, like he's, I've gotten deep into his shit. And I know that, that I think that that song is significantly older than 2023. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, that's one of my favorite things is like finding an artist and being able to like go deep and like, man, sure. it's just so, it's so good. And hearing that and, oh man, it's, uh, cause we've all been in that where it just feels like there's no way out. Yeah. And you hear a song where you just, not that it like is giving you hope or anything, but it's just like, it feels like it's talking to you. hundred percent. Uh, <laughs> in your current situation. Yeah slaps absolutely slaps there's some songs i like absolutely love to listen to on a boat at full volume and Mm -hmm. that's one that gets played every year when we go back to boji if we're ever like sunset like coming back i fucking and i'll be sure to do it with the boys next summer because that one it's just like uh i don't know dude you're absolutely right that's one of those songs that will hit you right between the fucking eyeballs, man. Like that is, it's, it's one of his best. Um, and it's so good. And that song is just acoustic. Mm-hmm. That's just him and the guitar. Oh, 
And it's it's so good. And if you ever get the chance to see him live, man, he does not disappoint. Right now, he sings this song at the end, so he's sober. Um, shout out him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he grabs one shot of some corn liquor, and he comes to the front of the stage at the end, and he sings a song about um, sour mash, and he said he sang it for some big moonshiner from where he's from right before he died. And it's uh, and then he just throws the shot glass down, but everything he does sounds like that song. Like that's it's so incredible. And I have a song of his on here, so I'll just share. Uh, In your love was one that came out this year, and I know he got a lot of flack because of the music video. But that guy does not give a fuck what you think of him, and he's just gonna keep making music and keep doing what he thinks important. But that song is, uh, man, that's a banger. If you haven't heard it, listen to it play it for a girl you love man she'll it's crazy it's so good but uh yeah dude shoulders is good i'm glad to hear that you're diving in mm-hmm. um he's worth dude if he comes to minneapolis you gotta go see him it's so good jeff oh so good yeah i just gotta hope lion king's not uh popping off that night <laughs> hopefully somebody's not grass yeah uh, that's tough that's tough um my number four, a little different mix up here. Um, Rich Flex by Drake and Twenty One Savage. Okay, I got a lot. I got. I if somebody asked like, "What's your game day playlist?" Like, I would send it to somebody. It's the most random mix up. Like, there's some country, some rock, some rap. Obviously, that song is just it's a fucking banger, dude. I love Drake. I love Twenty One Savage. It is so good. Um, pretty sure it came out early 2023. Somebody probably like, Oh, it's 2022 song, whatever. Um, it was on my most played by a billion this year. It's, it's so good. It's so good. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stick, uh, in country for now. Okay. Uh, and, and, and stick with a dude by the name of Coulter wall. Yeah. Clearly, like I, and and I will say, shout out you, Dalt. All right, uh, when I would be sitting in the driveway and drinking my bush lights in the summer and just hanging out, you know, in the sun, and um, you know, you guys gave me some recommendations. Uh, you know, Cody Jinks. There's a couple others, right? And you know, through all of that, right, like the algorithm started to kick in, and and one day that hit and Kate McCannon sleeping yeah. on a blacktop. Right. That's and just, I was like, Holy shit. Who is this dude? And then you see him and you're like, okay. I, I would have assumed you were the same age as Johnny cash. hundred percent. You look like you're 15. hundred percent. It's, that blows my mind. And then to find out, like, and you like really start like digging in who the fuck is this cat, right? Like he doesn't do interviews. He works as like a fucking ranch hand in the summer. Yeah, he does. Uh, He's going on tour. We tried to get tickets. He's coming here. He's doing a couple shows. One of them was on Valentine's day. I literally asked Tom, I was like, Hey, you want to go see Coulter wall for Valentine's day? Tickets were $700. They sold out so fast. And then the resale was crazy, but yes, I feel like 
he him singing and I don't know, like I know everybody listening to this probably knows what you and I look like. Mm-hmm. But I think if they didn't, their picture of us would be extremely different than what we are. Oh yeah. And that is Coulter Wall to a fucking T. Right. He's like 25, 26 years old. Like yeah. He's a kid. Yeah. And he sounds like an 80-year-old man who's been smoking for 100 years. Mm-hmm. And it is so good, dude. Yeah. yeah Sleeping dude. on the blacktop's a low-key banger. You want to get hyped up to do some shit? Mm-hmm. That's up there. 100%. Yeah. The amount of times in my life uh, I've had conversations with people like on the phone. Hey, need you to, you know, that I've worked with and then I meet them in person. They're like, yes, did not expect that. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. I, I get it. I'm okay with your reaction. You're not the first person to ever be like, whoa. <laughs> right. I, get I just sent you a song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard it. Okay. Uh, it's called Fraulein by Tyler. It's, it's Coulter Wall and Tyler Childers. <laughs> Going to listen to that later. It is so good. It is so good. Mm, Can't wait. Can't wait. I love that all these are making your list, Jeffrey. I love it. It was a bit of an awakening this year. Yeah, no, that's sweet. Uh, My next one, uh, this guy had a crazy year. He killed it. Um, Saw him in concert. People were dying around us. Heat stroke. Uh, Morgan Wallen. Uh, he also released like a 36 song album Whoa. this year. Uh, this one is not a country radio hit, uh, but it definitely hit me. It's called born with a beer in my hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you haven't listened to it, you know, so it just, he kind of, I think he sobered up for a while. Maybe he's still sober too. Um, but I just kind of think it's like, I'll, I'll, a lot of us think, uh, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, a lot of us have been drinking beer since we were like 14, 15 years old. Right. Um, and in the song, he just says, one of the lines is, uh, what do you expect from a redneck? Hell, I was born with a beer in, in my hand. And I'm like, yeah, man, can, can relate, you know? So that. that one there for me. Love that. Yeah. So next for me, <clears throat> um, Obviously, a lot of country so far on your boy's list. Um, but as I mentioned, I grew up grew up on rock and rap. Uh, and I'm always digging for, like, the next rock band that I can get into. Yeah. And uh, I discovered. What's that? Greta Van Fleet? No, no. I okay. I have a very anti-Greta Van Fleet stance. <clears throat> um, but that's for another pot. Uh, yeah, and I discovered a band that um, just intrigued the shit out of me. Okay. And it's a band called Sleep Token. Sleep Token, huh? So they are an anonymous rock band from, like, England. Okay. So nobody knows who they are? No, they've given, they just, their drummer just gave their first interview. Uh, his voice was disguised, all sorts of weird shit, right? Um, but they are a rock synth band. Dude, 
their album that they dropped this year was I've been addicted to it uh ever since it came out it's this weird mix of rock music and like synth and like what the fuck is synth just listen to it it'll make sense um it's, it's a great question it's hard to it's hard to describe it's like the music is fucking it's like horny but at the same time hard as fuck it's hard as fuck and like there's religious tones to it uh it's slow then it's heavy then it's slow then it's heavy then there's like a beat to it and i've never been more fascinated by a band and i'm sure part of it has to do with the fact that they it's a it slipknot like in the fact that that you know they don't reveal who they are they're not right. looking for any of that they don't give interviews none of that shit um and so there's some intrigue there but man the music is just good it's good uh and so i would if i were to recommend some songs like the first one would be a song called alkaline um hold on one second i gotta pull up their album because i've just been have i've had their new album on uh here's my question i i do like rock music but it's got to be like the right time yeah are you one of the psychopaths that can listen to it anytime no okay no but this is one of those albums this is one of those groups that I can because it's not all double bass kicks, heavy riffs constantly. It's this weird, it's like good driving music. It's good chill music. Um, but then at the same time, like makes you feel something, uh, the summoning granite and take me back to Eden. The album that got dropped this year is called take me back to Eden. Dude. Oh, the shit. The shit is so good. Like it's like nothing I've ever heard before in the rock world. Uh, and again, just very intriguing. And if you're into rock music, I would highly encourage you um, to check out the band Sleep Token. Uh, these guys look like what nightmares are made out of. I know, but they don't. But so when you look at them, you're like, holy shit, that's going to be like Mudvayne and Slipknot yeah, yeah. combined. But it the yeah. music is nothing like it. Yeah, but there's some like even like Mudvayne has some slow songs. Sure. Right? Like like sure. uh trying to think. Uh but yeah, it, but I mean yeah, I just look at these guys and I imagine yeah. them playing in every horror movie yeah. ever. Correct. You see them and you think it's like nothing but death, 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 death. Like death metal. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it's not. It okay. is it's nowhere near that. That's what's like so weird. Is like yeah, uh, yeah. I would give it, give their latest album a little listen. Um, and if you don't like the first song, you probably won't be into them. But I love them, man. Like that's that's the shit that like I'm into now. <laughs> uh, I got them cued, so we'll see. Let's go, let's go. Uh, yeah. Um. I'm going to just go to my next like rap song mm. uh, because there's only two on the list. I have an honorable mention. So I'll give you those two. And then I got one, two, three, four. Well, three to just two, I guess, because I already talked about the other two. Um, first person shooter by Drake and J. Cole. Okay. Uh, I love J. Cole. Um, again, big Drake fan, like most people, big 21 Savage fan. So those two together made sense. 
And then this Drake and J. Cole song, First Person Shooter. Banger, dude. Uh, banger. Uh, then my honorable mention, just because I heard it 797 million times in a locker room this year, um, Ski Yee by Sexy Red. Ski Yee? You haven't heard Ski Yee yet, huh? I have not. I will add oh, it. Boy, I'm going to give you a little preview just so you can hear it in your ears and the audience can as well. Um, it's not very good. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, here's the deal being around teenage boys again. I remember the music we used to listen to. I think of like a Bay Bay by hurricane Chris, right? Like that song was fucking terrible now, but at the time that was so good. Okay. This is going to be one of those songs where they're going to look back, but it's, it was in hard knocks a couple times. Everybody loved this. And, uh, this is without further ado. Ski by Sexy Red. Yeah, it's just not coming through very clear. Like, I got a ski in there. That's all it is. Literally, that's all it is. <laughs> that's literally all it is. Um, we did a lot of ski on three this year at Will. <laughs> yeah. Ski ye on three, one, two, three, ski ye. Yeah, they love that. Um, don't know what it means, but I love it. I respect it. I respect it. Uh, yeah. My last one, because it came like seemingly out of the clouds to me, and I don't know, maybe you've heard it, but uh, Lincoln Park dropped a 20th anniversary of Meteora album. Mm-hmm. And they dropped, they put out a new song that had Chester singing. Oh, I did not know that. From like a, a a track that never made the cut, and it was called "Fighting Myself." It's not the greatest Lincoln Park song you've ever heard, but, but I, with everything that's happened, it's probably solid, huh? But I listened to it a a, a hundred thousand times uh, just because I miss Chester. And yeah, it's unfortunate because that dude they were they were one of my favorite bands. They and, were good, dude. Um, I think your brother and I. When Minutes to Midnight got yeah. released, we were going to be sophomores in high school. That was going into our sophomore year. That's probably one of the few albums in my life. Like, I knew when the release day was, and I was super excited. And then we actually were able to download it probably on Rod and Deb's computer um, nice. before it came out on LimeWire. Shout and, out. Uh, yeah. Uh, but Lincoln Park is uh, underrated, to say the least. Uh, I'm sad that a lot of like the kids I coach now, they don't really know Lincoln Park. They don't oh. know who that is. Um, I made them look up the Jay Z Lincoln Park Fuck MTV3 yes. mashup album. I'm like, you want to hear some of the best music your ears are ever going to hear? And some of them came back the next day. They're like, coach, I listen to those four songs because I think that's all that's on like that EP. And I'm, they're like, that's so good. And I'm like, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's. So good. Dude, and just, like, that was the original mashup. That like, is the original concept, mashup. right? And to think... And they did that live. They did it live for the first time for the world. That's what's out there for you to listen to is the live recording of those songs, right? Yes. Uh, they didn't, like, produce tracks that they then released. They just performed them live, and that's what you can listen to. Um, But think about that. Fucking... 
at the time, Linkin Park was probably one of the biggest rock groups on the face of the planet. Easy. Easy. If not, if not the top three at the time. Okay. Jay-Z, the biggest rapper on the planet at the time. So you just took like the two of the biggest stars from their genres and just said, yep. you know what? Let's get together and let's put our biggest songs together and just make fucking bangers, dude. And holy shit, man. Dirt off your shoulder. I got 99 problems. I, dude, all that Drum shit. Encore is the best one. Yes. So good. So good. That's on my workout playlist. Like those, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, if you just type in Lincoln Park, it's gonna be one of the top ones that come up. I'm gonna have to just listen to that when we get off, because it's quick. Um, it is so good, dude. Mm-hmm. God, it is so good. Have you ever heard? Speaking of mashups, have you ever heard the Lincoln Park Adele mashup? No. Yeah. Uh, so I. I forget the Lincoln Park song, but it's set fire to the rain. It okay. is the Adele mashup is the Adele song that they linked up or mashed up with the Lincoln Park song. Holy shit. Google that. Your so mind good. will be blown at how well that fucking fits together. It's all uh, her singing, so there's no Lincoln Park, but it's the Lincoln Park music in the background. And that shit fucking slap Adele slaps too by the way she does she does she does I need some more Adele to be released yeah uh yeah dude I'm so excited uh 21 minutes just about to be blasting into my ears as soon as we're off of this Mm. six songs so good Mm. um that's sweet I might have to look up that new one too so my last two I'm just gonna go boom boom here quick because we've been on music for a long time um Ryan Bingham Loved him before he was in Yellowstone. A lot of people really took off with him now yeah. from that. Super good, though. Uh, he came out with a new album. Shivers is a song I'd highly suggest uh, everybody listen to. It's just kind of on my playlist of my pregame playlist. It's just one of those. It just kind of puts you in a mood. I don't know. It's a weird kind of because it's a country song, more folk country than anything. And it's just weird, man. It's weird how it gets to you. Uh Great, great song. Um, this one kind of ties in, and I should have said it because it was something that I watched in 2023. It was so good. Jason Kelsey documentary. Did you happen to watch that? Was that on Amazon Prime? Yes. I have not seen it yet. Okay. It's really good. Uh, it's really, uh, it's just focused on Jason. And I think Jason is a pretty basic human, much like us. I don't know. He seems like mm-hmm. very down to earth kind of dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love this kind of music. I'd never heard this song and I had to, you know, make sure that I want everybody to know I'd never heard this song before I watched that documentary. And since then I cannot stop listening to it several times a week, but it's a song called the Cape by Guy Clark. Um, not going to ruin it to you for anybody, but I think it's probably an important song for anybody. I just, uh, it, it hit me. I guess um, it's really a song about people who take chances in life and it's very slow and it's probably from the seventies or eighties. I have no idea when that song came out, but if you are a risk taker or somebody trying to do better in your life, whatever it is, 
fucking just listen, like just go into that song, listening to that song. Like I'm, I'm going in to listen to the song and listen to the words. It is a, it is a, it makes you so happy to be who you are. I think, especially me, like it rings so true to me. Uh, I love it. So glad that I found that song. So that's the number one of my year. Um, or up there, I guess I have it at number two behind the Valley, but I wanted to save it because it should have tied it into the, to us talking about the shows, but the Cape by Guy Clark. Hmm. Yeah. Never heard of it. Can't wait to listen to it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's old. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Very. Uh, his number one song was from 1975. Yeah. So, like I said, obviously, I mean, just one that I found, I found in 2023, but, uh, so good. Hell yeah. I will definitely give that a check, uh, a listen. Right on. And I came out in 1995, so I was four. So. Whoa. Whoa. Jeff was driving a car. Almost one year away. (laughs) (laughs) Almost my guy. Almost. Um, I, we also thought it'd be fun to like recap our top sporting events. Yeah. From the year. Um, and so I'll go first. Okay. Just cause I want to make sure I call this out. Okay. Do you have any idea what it's going to be? Um, I hope because I have a note next to, to one that involves you. So I hope. Yeah. Shout out fucking fairly Dickinson university. Oh yeah. Beating Purdue 16 seed taken down a one giving us those plus 2000 in our bet. The underdog fucking March madness, betting, gambling extravaganza. That was my number one sporting moment of the year. That was like, the thing we did not think was even remotely possible happened. And you and I, you were at a bar. I think I FaceTimed oh, I, you. And you were like, people were like, holy, like people were coming up to you. Holy shit. And you, it was so good, dude. Like, fuck. Yeah. Shout out the underdogs. Give me fairly Dickinson beating Purdue for my number one sporting moment of the year. Uh, no, super good call. I didn't have that on the list. I totally <gasps> spaced that. I'm surprised I didn't, but that it now it should be on the list. Um, it deserves a spot on the list. And that was great, dude. That was that was the game that uh, that carried us for sure. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of upsets, and I think we're doing. If you don't know, if you're new to the pod, if you're new to the program, we bet five dollars on every underdog the entire NCAA tournament. We Straight had seen up. It. Both we didn't no research didn't matter. Every single game we put five dollars on the dog. Best thing. Uh yeah. Uh I was down I was in Old Town. There was a buddy of mine, Colin Munoz, was in town. We recorded a pod that day, one of mine, and then we went he was staying in Old Town. We went back to Old Town. Tom got off work. I was smoked, dude. I had a ton of Day drinking. It was a beautiful day in Scottsdale. 
the tournament was on. We were day drinking at Diego Pops, which is not. They have a suite set up just for the tournament. Nice. They cover their parking lot and lawn turf, and then they put up giant projector screens in each corner of their parking lot. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, all of a sudden, we, oh, this game's, you know, we're just kind of sitting there. It's his girlfriend and him and me, myself and Tom. We're just kind of talking, right? And all of a sudden, like, everybody, like, starts gathering on TV. I'm like, holy shit. And then Tom's like, did you bet on this game? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I bet on this game. <laughs> and it kept telling, like, people were like, well, you put, you put money on Fairly Dickinson? I was like, yeah, we did. We did. And what, I mean, what did we win? A hundred and two hundred bucks something. Yeah. It was plus 2000. Yeah. Then we had $5 on it. Um, but it was a blast, dude. That was a mm-hmm. was an extravagant moment. I wish I had it recorded. I do remember the FaceTime just screaming at you. Yeah. And, like, Oh my God. And, and, I mean, it was fun. Yeah. And we became a fairly Dickinson podcast podcast for, for a week. <laughs> For a week, we did. Shout we out. found out who Fairly was. Um, Tonda doesn't know her name in our firstborn, Fairly. It's uh, all right. So, breaking news. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> What's your um, number one? So, my number one, I tried to go in like order in the year, and then towards the end, I kind of think like the first four are kind of maybe in order. Anyways, uh, Super Bowl here this year, but it was mm-hmm. an incredible game. Um, Really kind of kicked the year off right, I guess. Um, Just a ton of fun, man. I don't know. It was just a good game, good Super Bowl. Um, Yeah, so that was my number one of the year just because, I, like I said, I tried to go in order. So these aren't really ranked. So Okay. That was just – and it was a good Super Bowl. Great comeback. Yeah. I I, I like to pick. Um, I definitely thought the Chiefs were going to get their fucking – I, you know, first half they looked like they were going to get blown out, and yeah, great comeback. Got helped by some calls potentially, um, and I think they're getting a little bit of backlash on that this year. Not getting the calls that they used to get, uh, but yeah, good pick, good pick, good pick. Yeah. My number two, Twins won a playoff series for the first time in eighteen nice. years. Nice. Yeah, shout out Twins. Good for you. You got off the Schneid, got over that hump. You won a series. We're proud of you. Thank you so much for declaring to us all that you're going to cut your payroll for next year. Yeah. Way to fuck the fans. Yeah. Pull that they family. Were try to suck. That's great. Isn't that great? So great. So it's, it's, a, it's a great reminder as a fan. They don't fucking care about you. Yeah. They do not they care. You do not have to invest your time in them. Um, because at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. They are in this for the money. All of right. them are. Yeah, hundred percent. So there you go. I love it. Um, my number two, same weekend, WMO. Mm. Uh, just mm. a blast of a time. Can't wait for this year. Uh, it's it's my favorite thing I do here. Yeah. Uh, not really, but I mean, like event wise, like I don't have anything else. I like look forward to as a fun thing yeah. here. That weekend is it. So I'm juiced up. Huge event. Huge event. Huge. One of the greater annual sporting events in the country. Easily. I would say. Easily. Right? 
Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, everything's up too. I'll have to take a picture for the boys. Uh, looks like some new private bathrooms up on 16. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy, dude, just to drive by and see. I mean, we got two months really, or a month and six weeks away, but how much is they already got Hayden blocked down to one lane each ways. They have the satellite towers up for TV already. Wow. Uh, it's crazy, man. It's, uh, it's just such a spectacle. It happens to be in my backyard. Um, I it, live for it. It's hard to like say in words that it is as close as it fucking is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's right it's around the fucking corner. It is six weeks it, away. Yeah. That's like, it feels like it should be uh, three months away or I know. four. Yeah. It's fucking no, it's six, six weeks. weeks, bro. Yeah. That's nuts. It's fucking I nuts. I know. And we've said it. We've all said it. Anybody who's ever been to Scottsdale, anybody, anybody who's into golf, I've played that fucking course. Ty plays it all the fucking time. The fact that they tear down the shit around 16 every year is a travesty. Like, let us play it. Fucking plus whatever handy, like, not plus, sorry, not plus. We are not plus handicap golfers. That means you're Correct. really fucking good. Uh, yeah, all of us. Not for you strokes. Yeah, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 18, 20, 30 fucking handicap golfers. Let us walk through that tunnel hit a golf ball and just like take it like it'd be like walking onto Fenway and just somebody throwing you a pitch in BP. Just let 10, us do it. Nobody in the yeah. stands who gives a shit. Right. Just have fun. There's, yeah. Just make it a thing. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if it, I mean, because it keeps growing as the tournament grows, mm -hmm. but I, I do think like, if they could build a hundred thousand seat coliseum around that hole, they they could and they would. And I mean, they, they should. literally could, and they. I mean, it's hundreds of thousands of people in there, mm -hmm. uh, and that's where everybody wants to be. Correct. So, I Correct. mean, if they built a little twenty thousand seater, which isn't that little around a golf hole, but they could do it. Well, when you think about it, and this is the thing that kind of is is a, is a little mind blowing. A football field's a hundred yards long. Right, right. Take the end zones, and the the outside of the end zones. You're probably looking at 130. That thing is just like a 165 yard, very average, normal. It's like 135, 137 most days. Right, that's a football field. Yeah, and so Michigan, Tennessee, Bama, right, Penn State. They've got hundred thousand Ohio. They got hundred thousand foot stadiums around those motherfuckers. You could do yeah. that there. I'm not saying you should, but you could. Right. At least just leave the shit up for us average schmucks to walk through the tunnel, shank one into a fucking uh, luxury suite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hit one into the stands. Yearly, a goal is to play the pro-am somehow, some way. Mm. I would be terrible, Same. but I just, for that experience, just to get get me to 16. Yeah. Get me to 16. We're not going to use any of my shots all day. Get me to 16 in my American flag shirt. Activate the calves. Make the crowd go wild. Let me, I mean, realistically, 135, I'm probably hitting a seven. And no. just let me go. No. Yeah, I, yeah, I am. 
I know what I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. 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 Love yeah. it. You're not. You're not correct. <laughs> I am. But you I hit know. the bar. When you hit the ball, it goes a long way. No. You said that. My dr- no, my drives go straight as an arrow. Everything I hit is straight as oh. an arrow. Okay. My best club in my bag is a four iron. I can hit it 200 yards just dead. Nice. And everything else is off of that. My okay. driver, 250 at best. Okay. The crow flies, Jeff. Okay. I thought you got some ass into it when you when no. you hit it. Fuck no. All right. All right. No. No. I can hit it to the net at Top Golf with the women's driver. For reference, that's like Mez's 60. Yeah, 100%. No, I know. I know. Like I said, Mez I know is a what fucking I'm... freak, dude. Yeah, he is. He's a He's freak. A boy, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild. I don't know how he plays from 100 yards in. No. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's my WMO. That's, that's. Shout out. Yeah. Sticking in the golf world, my number uh, three moment of the year was out of the clouds. PGA Tour announcing that they were merging with Liv. I'll never forget where I was. I have. Where were you? <laughs> I was getting off the 51 onto McDowell, and I got all these alerts, and I was actually listening to PGA Radio. And the guys were like, we got to take a break. And they were like, <laughs> what? Because they all got, and they didn't know they're on PGA Radio. Yeah. And I got the alert, and then we all sent it to each other in group text. And I think I was listening to Gravy and the Sleaze, which is a PGA Radio show. And they were like, oh, we got to, we got to go. And they, they went off there as a long commercial break. They came back and then they started talking about it because they had no idea. Nobody knew. Right. Thing. And the great thing about it is nobody still knows anything. No. It's insane. Insane. Yeah. So, I just heard they extended the, the quote unquote deadline to, to come to their merger, uh, till the masters. Crazy. Storyline that never dies. Ever. Ever. I love it. Um, my number, Trace, WrestleMania, and Lauren Jack into the wrestling world. Uh, never forget being on this pod. And I was like, well, I'm going to, well, you're like, what do you got going on this week? I'm like, I'm going to watch WrestleMania. And you're like, well, how much is that? I was like, you got Peacock? It's free. Like, you're like, what? And then I told you, yeah, we watch all the big ones. And then Jeff was like, holy shit. And then you and Jack started watching it, and he knew John Cena. And to see his little heartbreak when John Cena got kicked in the nuts <laughs> and he lost. And then Jack's like, check the fucking replay. Obviously, he didn't cuss me. He's like, he didn't understand. And he's like, they, you cheated. This guy cheated. Just check the replay. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no challenge flag in WWE, Jack. And then... He liked Logan Paul, Logan Paul lost, and then Jack was like, shut this shit off. He's <laughs> like, this is horse shit. This wedding is horse shit. <laughs> yeah. Now the guy's hooked. Yeah, yeah. I sent you a snap earlier. Uh, he was watching the best of 23. He is all in. Um, I will say he he has, I think, realized that there is some over-dramatizing of yeah. – the shit that occurs like we were just watching one he's like dude cody he's like cody Rhodes' finishing move doesn't even look like it hurts i was like yeah 
Sorry. You know, like, you know, like yeah. none of it really fucking hurts, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think like that ghost in his head will be given up soon. And like, hopefully he just continues to watch it for the soap opera and the drama that it is. Cause it is funny. And most yeah. of like the fucking raw SmackDown, whatever, most of it is the storylines, right. And the coming out and talking and, and, yeah, oh, and yeah. bullshitting each other. The, the matches are whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's all in, dude. Going to Raw was. I'll just yeah, that I'll put that at my number four. Taking my son to Raw, he enjoyed the absolute hell out of that. Um, it's great to see like that childlike wonder in a yeah. in his eyes, um, and just that sheer excitement. That was that was super super fucking cool. So thank you to you for mentioning it, and then. Yeah giving me and my son an experience uh this year uh in the sporting and entertainment world so good so good glad i could uh what do you uh, i guess i, I got, called that uh, my number four okay um i got my number four is the rise of prime uh -huh. I'd never seen a team in the first four weeks beat nobody and be eventual national champs, man. Uh, I just, I mean, I remember us talking about it every week. I mean, yeah, watching them beat TCU that first week and everybody's kind of curious. But I think you and I were on it right away. We're like, well, TCU lost by a million in the national championship and then lost everybody. So mm -hmm. what is TCU? Then they did the same thing against a terrible Nebraska team. We're like, all right. And then they barely beat a really, really bad Colorado State team. And I think yeah. we were really on. And then they went into Oregon, and it was supposed to be like game of the century. Like, I think people thought like David versus Goliath. And then Stop. Oregon was like, hey, we'll show you why we're really good and you're really not. I was 50 points at halftime, son. Yeah. 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 And that that that's my number five was the, the Colorado story at the start of the year. And, and yeah. It was a hundred percent like inflated just because they were playing nobody. But man, how fun was it though? At the same I mean, time, it was it, crazy. But I've never seen so many dick riders in my life. Yeah, for sure, man. Ride some dick. It's cool. Like if you want to ride a dick, ride a dick. All right. It, I'm not going to kink shame you. That if that's your thing, that's your thing. Okay. Uh, but the storyline was it was fun. It was fun to follow. Provided content. It was cool oh, to yeah. see. Um, you know, all the love given to a school that was never there or that was that was essentially a pile of shit the year before. Um, and just talking about like what could be with respect to college football and like the potential changes that could come now because of the transfer portal and and all that that he brought to kind of the national spotlight. And it was a fun story, but yeah. Ultimately, Cinderella's shoe fell off like it always happens. Uh, oh, yeah. And and they got brought back down to reality and didn't really beat anybody the rest of the year. But I think they hit their over on wins. Fingers crossed. Uh, I think they did because it was three and a half, and yeah. I think they got four. Yeah. Uh, I will say I'd, I'd still love Coach Prime. I love all the shit. I'd love to get a we coming or we ain't hard to find shirt. I love everything about it. Um, I just, like, I don't. I don't like being a part of stuff that everybody else is. Right. I guess They're like, <laughs> I think I've made that clear with like my music choices and shit. Sure. But I just, it was an insane rise for a month. 
Mm-hmm. And then it was just, and then they were just there. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Um, so, yeah, that was my number five as well. Um, all right. Well, then uh, you had some baseball. I do. Rally the Valley, uh, Skull Snakes, the World Series run by the D-backs was sweet. We had season tickets a couple of years ago. Been to so many baseball games. I was like, I don't know if I ever want to go again. We went midsummer to one. It was a blast. And then uh, we actually went to game 161 when they clinched. Mm. And it was the most, they lost the game to the Astros. But then they played the video board. The Reds lost. So then they won. Or then they the Snakes clinched. And, like, the applause was so lackluster, dude. And I was like, that's hilarious. Like, that's the most Arizona sports thing. Like, being here, I get to see it. Like, it's the away team outside of the Suns right now, right? Because they're sure. good. Um, and probably next year, Diamondbacks will be way different. Everybody will be a D-backs fan again. But uh, it's just fun to see. And then, obviously, when they knocked off the Phils, that was insane. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, dude, it was just fun time to see them see him go and it's cool I've, I've always thought that about baseball when the small market teams or the guys without the massive payrolls are the guys in the world series i just have always enjoyed that and for sure that was the backs and just fun to watch and fun to be here for it for sure for sure and i'm gonna stick on baseball an event that was just introduced this year the world baseball classic and all that what's that just introduced to you fair to me yeah well how many years has it been going on like a while i've watched several. okay <laughs> well this was the first year it was good i'll just say yeah. that <laughs> first year it was good uh and and just the final game usa versus yeah japan i think it was japan correct me if i'm yeah, wrong it was all right, USA versus Japan in that final at bat, Shohei versus Trout, right? And just the the drama, the two best players in the fucking world, right? Like, and just really emphasizing that baseball needs to be in the Olympics, right? Like, we need that yeah. back, and it's going to be back um, as as it makes its next couple rotations. Good for that. It was a great moment. It was fun. I think a lot of people were into it. The U- the United States team was was rolling. Uh, and just it's good to have the stars in it, you know, and I think because of that, like there's going to be more interest in it the next time it comes up, right? which will be good. And I, and I think you already saw like, uh, because of that, like more of the big names be like, I'm a hundred percent playing next time, right? Like I'm in next time. We're not going to lose next time and so on and so forth. And that's just fucking awesome. Like, it's good to see that national pride come out. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I mean, it's, it started in 2005. I looked it up for you. The first one I remember was watching in 2013. Jordan Peschke and I used to watch them together all the time. Uh, 2017 when America won it, uh, all the games were just on MLB TV. Mm-hmm. So like it wasn't like there was no national broadcast of any of them, not even the championship. So yeah. it was not a big thing until this last year. Um, and you're right. I mean, the final at bat was comical to say the least because here's Shohei versus Trout and they both play on the angels who can't fucking win a game. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it was 
so good. I mean, I've always said, I think if America just gets the arms to play, they'll dominate, right? Yeah. Like if they get their best pitchers, they'll be so good. So, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, yeah, I do remember you like, you were kind of like, what the fuck is this? Why does everybody care? And then you watch, you're like, oh, it's a really good baseball game. It was, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> I couldn't have cared fucking less about it. And then, like, I, maybe it was just, like, putting it on, you know, the bigger stage and, like, exposing more people to it. And I do think, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I do think this is one of the more recent times where they had the big leaguers play. And uh, I think they've played for a, a while. Of, in, but a lot uh, of them. Yeah, I think it was more and more, but like again, it's a scary thing because like Edwin Diaz totally get it. He, right? Like so then I fear, but I, I am with you. I wish it was an Olympic sport. I'm not a big Olympic guy, but I will be because of flag football. We're excited for that, right? But then like yeah. it if baseball was back to the Olympics, I just think, boy, this would be sweet. Yeah, just I think like, dude, I like I'm not a soccer guy. Me either. But I think the World Cup's sweet. Yeah. I watched the last game. I'll tell you that. Was that this year or last? That was last year around Christmas time, wasn't it? Yeah. With like, it was messy. It was Argent. It was messy and, uh, what is it? Mbappe and Mbappe. Yes. I think yeah. he was from France. Like, that game was electric. Fucking electric. soccer game ever was, I would not miss one, but I know. Yeah. They're not all like that. Totally. Yeah, like, and that's just, I love what that shit brings right to the table. It's insane. Like, you can't help but feel some, and I feel the same way when I'm watching a fucking USA-Sweden curling match in the Olympics. I'm like, let's go. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially when it's those guys from fucking Mapleton, Minnesota. Yeah. Population 400 people winning the gold medal. Let's go. You go see them at State Bank in Mankato. Hell yeah. (laughs) Like, they own a fucking liquor store. One of them owns a bar. 100%. (laughs) All the most random dudes you've ever seen. They won the fucking Olympics. Let's cook. It's great. Let's go. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, uh, then my next uh, big UFC guy, but uh, one fight that stuck out for the year, Sugar Sean O'Malley knocking out Eljo, Eljermaine Sterling for the title. Mm. Uh, love Sugar Sean. He's a goof. He's from here, lives out in Peoria. He just is a 100% himself. He's a very controversial kind of person, like people – don't like, but he is. I love no matter what you believe in or what they believe in. I love people that are authentic to themselves no matter what. Um, and he is that. And he walked out to Superstar by Lupe Fiasco. And that song could have made my list. I've obviously heard it a ton, but him walking out and why he played it. And then, you know, if you are what you say you are, a superstar, the cameras are here, the microphone, like it was his time and it was his title shot and he walked out to that and he knocked him out in the second round and it was just like, holy shit. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those moments where it was like, yeah, good. Yeah, but I don't know. I loved it. It's probably one of my favorite fight moments, but that up there is so good. There's a lot of good fight moments, but for me, that was the top UFC moment of the year. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. 
Love a good fight. Love a good fight story as well. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, my last one, and this is my last one. Okay. Uh, the Ryder Cup. Yep. I get up for the Ryder Cup, and I know we got our shit kicked in uh, as Americans, but I love the spectacle. I love the event. I love that it happens every two years. It's just, it's a good time, dude. Again, fucking, we're talking World Baseball Classic, right? Like some National Pride Olympics. Like, it's the same thing. It's just, you get up. Like, it's like, go America. Let's cook. Yeah. Right? Let's see what happens. And, you know, we came up a little on the short side of the stick this year, but still a fun event to watch. It's a great event to watch. It's great TV. It's uh, it's fast-paced. There's a lot of scoring. You're you're checking the leaderboard constantly. Um, and it's a, it's a good event, man. I, I love it. There was some controversy within it, the hat gate, you know, yeah. and that fired USA up and blah, blah, blah. Just great TV, great storyline. Big fan of the Ryder Cup. Uh, if we do this uh, for two more years, fingers crossed we do. Uh, hopefully we're getting some money at that point. Uh, you know, it'll be on my list at that year as well, in that year yeah. as well. I love it. It'll never not be. Um, so I got a couple more to round it out. Um, the Nebraska volleyball game at Memorial Stadium. That was pretty fucking dope, right? Like 100,000 people, most ever at a women's sporting event. Hell yeah. Sweet. Um, Hell yeah. Obviously, my first game back ranked up in a in a event. Fuck yeah. Uh, the hypothetical whites versus blacks bowl really <laughs> kind of at the end of the year just kind of took us to another level it's, and, uh, it's 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 so good and then my number one of the year because it, i think it, it i mean it's still rattling some cages gophers iowa <laughs> it wasn't a fair catch <laughs> so uh I loved yes. every second of it. I'm still loving it. I still love when I see people bitch about it. Um, I still love that after the last game, Kirk Ferentz is like, well, I talked to some referees. And, dude, it is so locked in their fucking brain. And they are mm – -hmm. I love that Cooper DeGene's grandpa and grandma sent out their Christmas card of, of them wearing shirts that said it wasn't a fair catch. It's over. It's over. It is rent free time in their heads. And the go and everybody's like, oh, the, the Gophers didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. No. They kicked four field goals and they won right. the game. Yep. They yep. didn't cheat. The refs, whatever you think, whatever, doesn't matter. The mm -hmm. Gophers didn't do anything but kick four field goals to win a game. And it is just in there. Oh, the guy, guys were holding up signs at the World Series, at Wrestle. I mean, everything, right? You've seen them everywhere. It's and it just, it's the number one sports story of the year to me. We have a devoted Hawkeyes fan that's listening. It wasn't a fair catch. You're right. It was an invalid fair catch signal. Tyreek Hill even said, hey, man, you can't do it. Oof. So, tough. Oof. Tough. Yeah, that's brilliant, Ben. Good for you. Thank you. Keep that trolling rolling. Yeah. I have to. Love it, love it. Yeah, good, good call on the the the, the volleyball. Yeah, huge. 
That was yeah. sweet. That really was cool. I didn't know that was going on. Dalt sent the snaps and all the videos we saw the next day. I was like, damn, this is cool. Yeah, hell yeah. It was like, goddamn. Um, I saw an article the other day on like the volleyball championships and like their ratings. Yeah. Real high. Uh, yeah, I bet. Comparatively to like other shit that they used to air in those time slots. And it's like, Dude, I'll, I'll watch a fucking volleyball match any day. Like, that shit is fast-paced. It's intense. Those chicks jump high. Especially at that level. Those are essentially, oh. I mean, they're future Olympians. Yeah. Um, Elite athletes, dude, just yeah. throwing the fucking hammer. You know, like, that speaks to me, to my soul. Hit a ball yeah. hard, throw a ball hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh. That spike. Yeah. Like, let's let's go. Like, hit that fucker as hard as you can in some girl's face. And let's see what happens. You know? 100%. Oh, 100%. Love me a good volleyball match. Love it. And they're over quick, too. You know, it's like an hour and a half. Bang, bang, boom. In and out. Right. Right. It's good viewing. Good viewing. We need more of that on TV. Listen to us, ESPN. We'll solve your Listen. problems. We'll fix you. Um, little recap on our 2023 predictions. Yeah. Uh, do you, have them, do you have them written down somewhere? I have mine. Okay. I remember one of yours. Uh, Which was what? The COVID one. Yeah. It kind of did for a minute. I mean, a couple of my clients got COVID. My father-in-law got COVID. Uh, I'm pretty sure I had it in Florida. I mean, it's back-ish. Did it leave? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. I just, yeah, that was definitely the one that sticks out to me too. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I was wrong. I mean, but didn't shut I us down. Was, yeah, I think I was selfishly looking for a two a weeks stay at home, two weeks shutdown. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, my my three, my, well, my first was that at some point in 2023, the squad was going to all be together at one place at one time for a six to six in person. I was not correct on that prediction. That's tough. It's tough. We had five or six at one point. I will. I did, however, face to face with all six at some point in the year. So that's a a small victory for me. Which I think we all did. Actually, I don't know. I mean, you didn't see Ty this year, huh? No, I did. He came out and we golfed. Oh, that's right. That's right. And Dalt I don't just think, went I don't to Arizona. And Mez came down twice. Um, but then, obviously, I saw all of you, and I see Ty all the time. So I am. When, when Justin, oh, no, he was there in 22. Because mm-hmm, he came down twice. He came in the summer and then came back in September. So Justin didn't see Ty this year. Yeah. Mm. Tough. Tough look for you, too. Not for me. No, those two. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking yeah. to them. Yeah, as they're gotcha. Listening. It's tough, boys. Yeah, is it you and I talking? So the No, yeah, I get like, it. Yeah, it's a little yeah, confusing. Really? <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> this is my bad. Tough look for those two. I will say, um, I wish I had a picture. I've never been more sure you were going to pass away when than the that? night of the five of six. That I was going to pass away? 
Dude, when we were recording that pod on the patio in Boji, yeah, and you were like fucking hillbilly stomping to keep yourself alive. <laughs> oh, <shit. and> <laughs> yeah, dude, I was, dude. We had been drinking for like fourteen oh. hours at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was great. It just, it's just a picture in my brain of you like laid over like this, hand in your lap. Holding a microphone, and then all of a sudden, you every like three to four seconds, you just stomp your right foot to keep yourself alive. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, Rick. Yeah, well, and then and then I went and slept on the world's smallest uh, blow up bed. Jesus Christ! (laughs) And then you you basically tried stealing breakfast from the breakfast barn because you use American Express. So it was a real good cap off of a weekend. So good, so good. So good. Uh, so that was my first. We'll go COVID for you. Yeah. So 0 for 2 for the pod. Uh, my my next was sports gambling was going to be legal in Minnesota. And 0 for 3. 0 for 3. What were some of your – did you remember your other two? I don't. I don't. I really don't. I tried looking them up too. It's not, I didn't – I don't have them. Damn it. Uh, and then my third was that you became a millionaire streamer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Uh, went a different way with life. Uh, not streaming. Never even fired it up. No, I did that once in 2021, I think, um, right. when I first moved to Arizona. I had a sweet setup too. I should find the picture. The screen looked good and everything. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. I was all in. I was all in. And then we were all out. So <laughs> and then all fucking out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's uh, great. You got any <laughs> do you have any predictions for twenty twenty four that you won't remember? No, I took a picture, so I saved it now so I can look back. And they're here. I have four. Oh. Uh, one is just a funny, because I know it was, like, always a joke. Like, Don's like, oh, another year, we're not going to get married. And I can say, we're not going to get married in 2024 either. So, another year, time but not getting married. So, because the wedding's going to be in 25. So, just a little joke. Um, my, my number one, just because, well, it's not my number one, but where I'm going to start. Um, I hope we have a uh, it's more of a hope than uh, I think a real thing, but um, mm. I hope we have a total wipe of politicians in America. Total wipe. Yeah, like I think, like somehow, some way, we can like totally hit the reset button. Um, it's not a lot of whole, whole lot of good things happening in the world if you follow politics. I'm just kind of sick of it, like everybody else. I don't really follow politics a ton, but I just think like we need some we need some fresh young blood in there. I basically like i keep seeing like all these olds yeah right and like they can't be the best people to be making decisions in 2024 no no you know what and i know all right so my third was blank um but i'm gonna go down this path okay since you just went there um i do not think we will see a rematch of 2020 okay no I don't know who's not going to be in the race. I will say that, but it will not be a rematch. And 
I just saw this video, and I know Richard Nixon is like the only actually fully impeached president, right? <laughs> right? Convicted. I should say yeah. convicted impeached president um, to be removed from office. But there was a tape that was leaked like prior to his impeachment where he's talking about like nobody over 50 should be in the fucking Senate in the House. Yeah. And he's just like, those guys don't have the fucking energy. They don't have the fire. Nobody wants to fucking do it. Like he's shitting on everybody who's just there and old and for power. And he's like, we need to get these reforms. But he was trying to do this shit back in the fucking seventies to, to That's wipe right. he was out, impeached. to wipe That's out cool. these assholes right. who were just there accumulating wealth and collecting power and these chits and these tokens that they can play for later to enrich themselves and not better the country it's not going to happen. It's my wish and my hope that it would, that we would get term limits on fucking Congress and the House and all this shit. It doesn't have to be the same as the president. It doesn't have to be fucking two terms. It can be four. You know, that's, it's 12 years because they're three, you know, three, four years, right. or whatever, right? Like, I, that's fine. Like, you got to have some continuity there. But fuck, man. Uh, all these assholes, they all just suck. Fuck them all. They do. Every single one of them. I'm with you, man. It's just too much. And then I see yeah. like uh who California Feinstein, Donna Feinstein. <laughs> sure. Right? She just passed away. She was yep. like ninety seven years yep. old. R.I.P. She looked like she looked like a skeleton and she just got out last year. Yeah. And there's a guy from Iowa who's like ninety two and I'm like Right. No offense. Um but actually, if you take offense, I don't fucking care. Like you have the fucking energy and stamina right. to go out and talk to the people that you're actually fucking impacting. I know you right. don't. You know? Right. What the fuck I out of the way? Was, I think it was my best quote on this podcast this year. Uh, this year, we don't let them drive cars, but yet they're driving the world's biggest car. Correct. America. Right. Yeah. Like That's got to be a problem. It is. It is. <laughs> like, yeah. Without a doubt is. We all know that. That was kind of my total wipe of politicians, much like you. I hope somehow, some way, by the end of 2024, we have term yeah. limits on Congress people. Yeah. Like, I th I know the Vivek dude. He's a he's a wild card, and he's a, he's a, a he's got some crazy takes. But yeah. I just love that he's just, he's from the outside, and he's saying, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to get involved, and I just wish more of that occurred and was injected into, you know, the shit that actually makes the laws like, yeah, the president's important. Don't get me right. wrong. You know, it is, but they don't really fucking run the country. It's, it's the no. house and the Senate that do, you know, we need more youth and vigor, right. stamina and that shit and people willing to make some fucking change and create some waves. Anyway, Amen. Yeah. Didn't know we were going to go there. Uh, that was, I, I just echoed yours. Um, I'm going to go sports route next. I think we're going to see some significant, you know, from left field, out of nowhere, changes and or potential changes to the NIL and or yeah. portal at yeah. some point this year. I think yeah. the, the, the fervor and the, 
there will be a significant fervor and like uprising with respect to this shit's got to change. It's absurd, especially after bowl season, right? Like, you know, Florida State's quarterback saying, fuck it, I'm out, right? And just all these kids, like, people are like, what the fuck is going on? This yeah. isn't, this isn't like fair. It's not right. Like, what are we doing? How do we fix this? And so I think you're going to see some, I don't know what they are. I just think you're going to see some significant changes to some portion of that, like a salary cap or an NIL cap or something. hundred percent. Something along those lines in 24 will be introduced. Will it be enacted? I don't know, but it's going to start to be talked about. Uh, Cause I, I think it's, I, yeah, I just think it's going to happen. Yeah, I my my also I'll stay on that because it's almost the same thing. I say call football realignment again, uh, but I also think that in 2024 they're going to start leaning towards just college football being its own entity because it is much like the Chip Kelly thing we played last week or the week before. Um, it needs to be treated like its own. It shouldn't. It not nothing else is like college football. And also in football, you only play one game a week. It's not like anything else where you're playing mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, you know. Um, so it's it's one time a week. You can travel across the country. It's really not that big of a deal for football. Um, so I think I think that you will see maybe a commissioner go into place or something where they will kind of not necessarily break away from an NCAA, but they'll be just college football. It'll just be college football and then everything else will go back to what it's supposed to be. Original pack, the Pac-12 will stay the same with soccer and baseball and basketball, all that shit. So I'm excited. Yeah. All my fingers and my hands are crossed. Yeah. Preach. I saw you do that. Fucking preach. Please. Yeah. Please. Don't so let it. I do, I, I'm with you. Don't, don't. Let's not fuck this thing up because it's so right. good. College we got to just get some real adults in the room. Yeah. Former coaches that are young enough. I said my piece. I know the guy. I'm not that I know them, but I, I have people that I would put on a committee to be, I think voices of this Jerry kill, mm. um, mm. Rick Neuheisel, mm. uh, I think Butch Jones, mm. uh, I, there's just so many, you could probably take one from every conference where they were. Right. Okay, here's our former Big Ten representative, of SEC, mm-hmm. and they come in and they they run it, and they people report to them. I just think that's where we need to go. So. Yeah, similar to American politics, get all these fucking olds out of college football who are holding on to their jobs to, for Correct. power and wealth. Get the fuck out. Right. Get out. Be gone, bitches. Hundred percent. Oh, yes. What else you got? Uh, my number three, and it will be on my list until it becomes a reality. Sports gambling becomes legal in Minnesota. Because <laughs> well, I need I it to happen. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it's not. I think it should be legal everywhere. Dude, um, Minnesota is the quintessential. We are the middle of the road fucking state, right? Like, we're not, we're not first. We're rarely first in anything. We're rarely last in anything. Um, right. But we are quickly quickly approaching being like one of the bottom states to like get this through right i think right. i think there's 37 or 38 states where you can now legally gamble on sports correct so we're approaching that bottom 20 percent. that's not a spot you want to be you don't want to be last 
Right. Right? You don't want to be last. And so we got to figure this the fuck out. Get it done. There's momentum. Let's make it happen. Whoa, I just I mean, while talking. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Let's make it happen and get it done this year so I can gamble on professional football next year. All right, legislative session ends in the middle of the summer. Yeah. It's a possibility. That's all I'm saying. I like that. Um, I think that also uh, you get taxed on the money you make. You get taxed on the money you spend. If you spend enough money on something, you get taxed on that continually. So why wouldn't they just want to pick up one more tax? You know, like, hey, yeah. if they win, we get to tax them. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, my last one, something big for the boys in 2024. So I think we're doing a good thing here. I don't know what that is. I don't know where that leads us. Um, I just think something big whether it's a guest or something, I think something big takes us from here to the moon. I love it. I love it. I love Maybe we that. We have a XM show by the end of the year. That'd be interesting. Could you imagine that? That would be crazy. That'd be incredible. Satellite. I'd be all in on that. Satellite radio. Be all in on that. Yeah. I'd quit yeah, my yeah. job and do this for 30 grand a year. 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Barely yeah. minimum wage, but I would do it. Correct. Wouldn't take much. My uh, wife would freak the fuck out, but I would do it. Yeah. We just got to figure out what my half of everything is with Ton, and I just have to make that much money. Right. And also, I would like to state that what I just said is not a legally binding contract. I will not in any way agree to that in the future. <laughs> no, Jeff gets 30. I get the rest. So when people come bring us contracts, just no. Nope. 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 Only wants 30. That's it. That's right. That's nice. You'll just wait out there. I but I would Jeff. absolutely be interested in anything involving Correct. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe even if we're just like, hey, for X amount off, use promo code B2E 25. I've thought about reaching out to some people. Yeah. Um, you know, I I did the thing with mine where I kind of, you know, chased that and then it wasn't fun and I was chasing numbers. Right. And I don't want it to be that. I would love for that to happen organically for Same. us. But I think at some point you do have to just ask, right? You have to put it out there. You have to push it. But Right. It was super crazy because, like, your guest this week talked a lot about branding and growth yeah. and whatnot, right? And I got uh, I got a buddy <clears throat> who who teaches a lot of shit. He's he's a professor. He works out at Yale. Super smart, super big brain, right? Yeah. Uh, and he reached out this week, and he was like, "Hey." taught a branding class would like to help you blah 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 and i was like <laughs> what a weird like confluence of events that you just had this dude on talking about that this dude reaches out out of the fucking sky right? yeah like i talked to him once a year out of the sky and he he drops that and it's just like and i replied back very similarly i'm dude i'm just focused on the content trying to make a good product uh don't really care where it goes. X, Y, Z obviously would love for it to happen. Right. You know, uh, and you know, you and I can talk offline 
you know, but you know, we'll, we'll, you know, and I was just like, that's so crazy. You know, yeah. like it's one of those things like where sometimes the universe is like, Hey, people are like telling you something like go do something, you know? And it's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Wild, wild shit. Hey, uh, it didn't make any lists cause I didn't have anywhere to put it, but I just got to throw a shout out, uh, to, and I forgot the thing's name, uh, that submarine that imploded. <laughs> oh yeah. What and I'm not laughing called? at the people who, who sadly passed away, but man, what a content bomb that was. Yeah, it was, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, Titan submersible. But Titan. What was it called? It was the Titan. Yeah, but I thought there was another name. But yeah, Ocean Gate. Ocean Gate. Yeah. Going down to check out the fucking Titanic. Boy, yeah, we I mean we had a lot of fun with that. That is a good one. That was probably one of our. I. I mean, and reach out. What do you think was our best like content bomb? Because I think that is up there. Us hypothetically talking about what they were talking about as they were squished into smithereens was a was a great look back conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, you just have to laugh at those things, Jeff. Like you just have to. Yeah, tragic event. Um, but you know, what a story. Yeah, because why do you need to go to the Titanic? You don't. You don't. <laughs> my wife and I just had a, we, she was just on my pod, you know, and she gave me some shit because I don't like to leave my house. You know what yeah. I know is not going to happen in my house? It's not going to suddenly implode on me. Right. I'm exactly. not going to get in a fight with some asshole in a parking lot. I'm not going to see some dude wearing three watches. Like yeah. it's just my life in here, yeah. you know. <laughs> right now, I feel yeah, I am getting much that way. I like to go to the school and do football stuff, and I do my work stuff, and I really just like to be at home. Yeah, it's my world. <laughs> yeah, this is my domain. Um, I'm with you, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I I hope somebody reaches out and is like, you know what, your funniest thing was this. <laughs> I loved when you guys did this this year. It'll probably be us fighting about. Well, it won't be our funniest, but fighting about the Big Ten SEC. People love that. Can't wait for the bowl records to come out. Big Ten's fucking cruising. Yeah, 3-0 currently, right? Shout yeah. out Big Ten SEC 0-1. Holy shit. They're the worst. Could be. The uh, fucking worst. Unfortunately, we're not going to get a lot of the best. I feel like the big one is obviously going to be Michigan-Alabama. But Missouri, Ohio State was looking good, but I think a lot of opt-outs. Backup quarterback, obviously, for Ohio State, that's tough. Oh, so those um, games, they're not a good reflection of how good the conference is? No, no, no. no. I'm just saying, like, the <laughs> ones that I wanted to see. Like, when they came out, I was like, that would be a good matchup. Agreed. At full strength. That's but the then problem. But McCourt transferred. But that's what's beautiful it. about next year. Yeah. Right? Because literally – Every uh, every bowl game outside of the college, like nobody who was on the team is playing. Like, look at the Gophers, right? right? Like, yeah, they won, but their starting quarterback wasn't even on the fucking field. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like they were Shout doing Prairie, Minnesota. They were doing all sorts of weird shit that they hadn't done all year because 
they didn't know if they'd have a quarterback and what happened if Cole Kramer got hurt. Correct, right? And, like, Florida State, undefeated, should be in the playoff, and their quarterback's like, peace, I'm fucking out. Yeah. Like, they're lucky if they, you know, keep it to 21 and a half. Let's just call it 21 because you put it at 21 and a half. They're lucky if they keep it to 21. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, no, it's going to be fucking insane. And Georgia might not even show up because they don't, they're fucking pissed. They're like, we lost one game in three years. Fuck this bullshit. (laughs) Or they might win by 100. They literally never stop murdering people. Or the SEC actually sucks and they get mopped up by a Florida State team without a quarterback. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. You never know. That's why we love college football. That's why next week, next year will be so fucking beautiful. It's just that yeah. 12 teams in it oh, and going wait. hard. Wait, I can't going wait for hard. a 12 team. I cannot wait for a 12 team. Three weeks. Three weeks playoff. Is it three or four? 12 to six. Well, it's eight. Because well, uh, it's eight yeah. to six. Right. No, eight, which goes down to four. But then you have this eight, to eight to eight. Eight to eight to four to two to one. So well, two. Four, yeah. Four. Eight, eight, four, two. That's it. That's so it. Four weeks. Yeah. The four buys like really threw us there. Yeah, it did. <laughs> we had a real hard time mapping on that. Uh, I, think. I should put the clip out of me counting on my fingers. <laughs> three, one, two, three, four. Uh yeah, that was tough. That was tough. <laughs> like, still listening. Yeah, that's not a that's not a thing we do regularly. <laughs> Pretty good at math most times. I like to think I am. I know I am. <laughs> I know I am. Yeah, I I know I am too. Fuck, that threw me. That threw me. Yeah, that's wild. All right, way to wrap this one up, Jeff. Let's let's wrap it. Idiot. Let's wrap it. We're we're spiraling. All right, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we greatly appreciate all the support, any reaching out, you name it. You guys are absolutely fucking awesome. Um, I don't want to say we wouldn't do this without you, but a lot of it is like we get a lot out of that. We really do. Right. Like we we take uh, a ton of heart to the comments that are made. Right, uh, we we that you find something funny, you didn't like something, you thought something was gibberish, whatever. Like it's awesome. Like we just love hearing that. We're still gonna do it because uh, Ben and I just fucking love doing this with each other. Um, but we we absolutely appreciate all of the feedback. If you enjoy this in any way, be a friend, tell a friend. Like Ben says, I'm stealing his line, but seriously, like. Tell somebody who's like looking for something to listen to. Hey, check these dudes out. They're funny as fuck or they're annoying as fuck or you know what? Sometimes they make some really shitty bets and it's fun to laugh at. Whatever. Whatever your your why is, share it with somebody, man. Like we we would greatly appreciate it. I hope you all have a fucking absolute killer of a 2024 uh and enjoy this ride with us. Uh share your bet betting wins with us let us know how you're doing um who knows you might become a guest on the back to even podcast never know somebody else did 
yeah, with that, uh, happy new year. We look forward to a kick-ass 2024. Ben, my man, do your fucking thing, dude. Couldn't have said it any better. Uh, appreciate you all. Be a friend, tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. We love you. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, get back to fucking evil. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my fellas is down to rob. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, let shorty say give me this Oh that was your girl, she screaming my government I hopped off the curb, I ain't looking back